When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday, and we are back with another episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and, of course, break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media that you are all talking about. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Let me introduce Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? How are you? you? Wait a minute. You were in L.A. yesterday. For like 24 hours, I was. How'd it go? Um, it was good. The documentary was good. And then I went to dinner with my friends and then I left and I had about four hours of sleep. My Where first you- room I went, stayed in though, the bathroom smelled like cat pee. So I had to have them change it. Where'd you go to dinner? Crustaceans. I was at Crustaceans. Were you? Yeah, I was at Crustaceans with Cherie Whitfield. I did not see y'all there. I was there about 8.30. I was there at 8 o'clock oh my god we were there at the same time we didn't see each other. <laughs> do you remember we, there was a loud group in the back do you remember that oh was- that was you guys there's a bunch of brothers back there yeah it was a bunch of kappas but that i wasn't with them but we were right outside that door because we were like okay okay we was looking at we was checking them out yeah i don't work here y'all soulmates i don't work here <laughs> I'll I'll you. please I'll welcome you. fidgety nah, fish. don't welcome me bitch don't fidgety welcome me fidgety fish <laughs> what's up you <laughs> What's going on, y'all? What's he up? was on something today because he before the show, he like, I gotta get out. I gotta I gotta get out. I wasn't at cross see they always link up. I wasn't at We didn't link up. We didn't link up. Well, y'all was in the same place again. Without- I didn't even I didn't even know. Cuba, we've you- come down, we've flown to Miami to be with you. Well, I never I mean I, I deserve to be flown to. Come on now. Oh Lord, what's up with you today? You trying to go out tonight? And I scared. am. I just got paid today, Jeff. You know how that you know your mama say that money burning a <laughs> hole in your pocket. This money, I I got paid today from Google and YouTube. This money burning a hole in my pocket, baby. I want to go out. Okay, mm. I can give you my um Apple Pay. No, I don't spend my money on hookers and whores. I'm sorry. I, like- <laughs> I know. That was only me when I gave you money for your birthday. I spent money on a whore. And I wish I had an ungrateful whore, too. That's the last motherfucking gift you get from me. Anyways, what are y'all sipping on? So what are you hoes sipping on tonight? I'm on uh, water, but I'm not. I, y'all thought I was going to be saying I was unlocking myself. I'm not unlocking my better self tonight, but I am saving myself for when I get off work. Al, talk to I, just, I just feel like him saying the word saving himself should never come out. Of his <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> I'm saving my throat. But I guess that don't make it no better. Right, at all. Uh, tea and water tonight. You're saving yeah. your throat? Why start now? Hmm? <clears throat> well, you know, some of us aren't experienced as others, so <laughs> you know, I don't have as much stamina. okay all right well speaking of stand up we're gonna need that for the show because if you watched last week's show a wednesday show it was um quite the show we had a lot of fun all right let's get into it frank ocean will not be headlined the second weekend of coachella due to two fractures and a sprain in his left leg but some coachella attendees believe his performance last weekend was lackluster and that's why he won't be performing the second weekend what do y'all think about you know frank ocean and his performance at coachella and pulling out uh, let's go to you, Q. What do you think about him pulling out of Coachella? Well, you, you know, the pull-out method is the best way to avoid... No. <laughs> um, listen, I, 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 you, you know what? If he does have a leg fracture or a sprain, it might be serendipitous because the reviews from his first week's show were not good, right? They, they, they just weren't. The people were saying the show was not cohesive. He was having all types of production issues. It was people ice skating and stuff, doing the ice capades all around the stage. They, they said the DJ came, started playing in the middle of the set, which signaled to people that the set was over and it really wasn't over. So here's the thing, right? Artists do this all the time in an effort to save face. They, they, they pull the medical card. I hope um, that if something is wrong with him medically, that he has a speedy recovery. But based on his performance, this just feels very convenient. 
Okay, so it's an excuse for a bad performance. Mm-hmm. Al, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? Have you I ever call, been to Coachella, Al? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, you know, I went. Oh, that's to- right. You used to direct the show at Coachella. You <laughs> <laughs> was the talent booker. He used to get the talent. He used to, he used to get the stages. Uh-huh. Sound, sound Make sure guy. people wasn't getting sex traffic. He hired that's security. Right. Also, you worked the concession stand. Had all the concession stand there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I went to Coachella before they start having black artists, though. I, was oh. a, I went to Coachella back in the day when it was more of a rave, and it used to be so much fun but I think I've outgrown that. I call bullcrap on uh, on Frank Ocean, and I like Frank Ocean. I think he's very talented, but this is bullcrap. First of all, you get paid $8 million for those two days of performances, and for you to say that you have a fractured leg and a sprain, and a strand, uh, and a sprain as the reason why you're not performing is just not adding up. Something in the milk here is not clean. If Michael Jackson can still go on stage with a sprained ankle back in the the Soul Train Awards back in the day, then so can Frank Ocean. If Dave from Food Fighters, who broke his ankle in two spots on stage, went back on stage with the doctor holding his ankle in place to finish his sets, and he sang 26 songs, Frank Ocean owes it to his fans to get back on that stage and finish the commitment that he started, which was to do two days, period. So does he have to give $4 million back? I know. That's what I'm thinking. Unless you have in your writer, you know, an injury of some sort, maybe that could get him out of it. But why would you want to give four million dollars back? Kate Michelle did a whole concert tour in a wheelchair. I wouldn't give that money up. Something ain't right. I think his feelings are hurt because he didn't perform as well as he thought. He got his ass handed to him in reviews and he's got a little bit of an attitude. Somebody, some people in the chat are saying that they thought he was injured before the first performance. That's why I was so crappy. But I don't know. Then some people saying he on that stuff. Allegedly, they're saying a whole bunch of stuff in here. I don't think he on that stuff. We used to date. He ain't on that stuff. You used to date Frank Ocean? Uh-huh. When you say date, what do you mean? Yeah, this is some good tea. Let me sip my tea right now. What? Y'all didn't know that? Mm-mm. So Frank Ocean's the bottom? <laughs> 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 yes, I'm obsessed. I never dated Frank Ocean, y'all. Let me keep uh, it all of my business. I don't know. That smile was kind of like. No, it was kind of wide. Right? Uh, Alec, he was reminiscing yeah. of Wide in the Ocean. We never dated. We don't even know each other. Okay. Did you fool la la? That's your word. We didn't never date. We don't know each other. Have, Have you, you ever met, met him? I never met him. We didn't date. We don't know each other. Have you ever been in the same room with him? I've never been in the same room. (laughs) Have you ever took a dive into the ocean? (laughs) I like to swim. (laughs) (laughs) We all get to the bottom of this eventually. All right, y'all. In the news of switching up, the baby revealed to TMZ that he is open to collaborating. (laughs) This is hilarious. With Megan Thee Stallion and says there are no hard feelings between the two, I bet. Uh, what are your thoughts on the baby's remarks? Al, what do you think about this? I think he's tone. I think he's tone deaf. And number one, he needs a publicist. It seems like every time he opened his mouth, he says something wrong. But in all reality, he needs to do a collaboration with anybody that he can, including Megan, because we know from his 2022 um, album that dropped what was that September less than six months ago, the first weeks of sales was down 86%. So young man, yeah, you're right. You better go out here and make amends with a big star like Megan so you can get your numbers up. Cause right now it don't look like you're going to be able to resuscitate that career. Mm-hmm. Q, what you think? What you got for him? They late in a dollar short. Like, like not buying it. Um, it's too late to be nice as far as I'm concerned. Like the damage that you've done across multiple communities was just, too widespread and extensive for me. And I'm sorry, y'all like to believe that people change. In my experience, they don't. I don't think people change very much. Um, The level of asshole that's in him, that's in his bone marrow and in his DNA. I don't take him serious. And this whole me and Megan are cool. mm, I'm not buying it. Claudia, is there still a lane for him? From you, I mean, you've seen a lot of artists come and go over the last, you know, few years. Is there anything salvageable about this young man's career? Could he do anything to get us back buying his music? Um, I think he'd have to keep it a buck, which he clearly is not. You know what I mean? Like, he'd probably have to really humble himself. Like, you know what? 
I had no business jumping into the Tory Mag thing and running my mouth and apologize. Then he should apologize to the other communities he's offended because he's offended several. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if he just did like a real interview with someone, maybe a Gail King where he's, but then again, we're in a society now where people are savage. Like we're not as forgiving as we used to be. People like they want to cancel you. They want you to just like suffer and be done. But mm -hmm. the audacity of the woman you jumped in the whole in her in her case, well, in Tori's case, and had so much shit to say. And you was y'all, you, you and Tori were so cocky and arrogant and making music videos and you know the the, the, the horse legs and all this inappropriate shit. And now, now y'all are cool because you're suffering. Like you said, 86% down sales. Mm -hmm. No one no one's rocking with them right now. So I don't know. Um, would you buy his music? No. I don't, I think I, yeah the sentiment is just off. I don't and it's unfortunate. There's too many. Um, there's no void in his absence, right? It's not like when we were coming up, rappers were different. Since they're now all the same, you have somebody else to choose from. That's true. Well, th this is the deal. I think as a brand manager, I would. I know this sounds crazy, but I would push him into a reality television setting so that we can see more than this side that we're seeing in the media right now, because right now we think he's an asshole. And I think if he was in a reality show, we could see the multiple layers of him, right? And the different fibers that are make that makes up his DNA and his personality. I think that could possibly savage him. But other than that, in the, in the, in the way that he's going, I just don't think there's a comeback anytime in the near future. I'm with that idea and maybe throw in Danny Lay and they can, we can maybe fix that relationship because that was pretty tacky how we threw out his baby mama right. and all that kind right. of stuff. That's when people first started getting annoyed with him. Then the community, then Megan, like he just, he did like too many multiple things and he was so arrogant because he felt like he was on top. Was that kind of how Kay Michelle was? I don't, I don't know all of her career, but remember she was doing very well in the music business, had that little rough patch where they kind of like expelled her out of the industry. She reintroduced herself on a reality platform, showed the different layers of her personality, and now she's a huge superstar. No. <laughs> Y'all are buying Stick to stuff your age, Al. Go on to the <laughs> next play party. That's not that not not like that. That no, I don't I don't ever remember an instance where she got kicked out of the industry. Her her came. Yeah, Michelle. she got she lost her record deal. She lost her record deal. Remember? I don't remember her losing her deal, but I will say that she has a cult following. Her her following is her following, regardless of her antics. She she has a small little niche following that she's carved out for herself, and they're pretty solid. She can sing her ass off though, for real though. Mm -hmm. She really can, she really can. She's really talented. Mm hmm. All right, y'all. In a recent interview with E! News, Tamron Hall addressed the criticism she received after interviewing a reality star, Larsa Pippen, back in February. Tamron said, I want them to know that this is, is an authentic conversation and my job is to not waste the time of the people watching at home. Well, Larsa caught wind of the interview on social media and wrote, she was very negative and judgmental. Her tone and facial expressions indicated she never wanted to have a fair conversation. If she wants to audition for Housewives, I know somebody. What are your thoughts on the situation, Q? That old build the bear face asshole. Let me tell you something. All right. I, I'm trying to think in this moment, should I speak in defense of Tamron or should I wear Larsa Pippen ass out? Here's the thing, right? If Wendy Williams would have did the Larsa interview, there would have been no rebuttal because we expect those types of questions from Wendy. I think the problem is Tamron got introduced to us as this hard-hitting, fact-finding journalist I don't know what her show's ratings are doing, but they realize she's got to move over in that entertainment space just a little more to keep people engaged because Wendy Williams has left a void in that in that space. And this is now what we have. Sure, Larsa probably wasn't expecting that from Tamron, but you are hunching Michael Jordan's son. And that is the biggest thing attached to your name, less your divorce from Scottie Pippen at the present. I know you didn't think you was finna sit your hot sausage lip ass on her sofa and she was not going to ask you about you hunching your ex-husband's teammate's son who happens to be decades younger than you. Like, what world do you live in, Larsa? And whatever amount of judgment that you felt or negative energy that you felt in that interview was your own guilty conscience because you know that your intentions are not pure while you landed low and spreading it wide with Michael Jordan's son. Hell, all right then. Larsa won't be guest hosting TGIF anytime soon. 
Al, what are your thoughts? I have I have conflicting views here, Claudia. Um, okay. I think you know as well as I know a number of talents that have gone on Tamron Hall's show and 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 have said these exact same things. They felt attacked. They felt set up, and some have used that word ambush, and these are close friends of mine that have gone on her show. Now, I do agree with Funky in the fact that that she uh, was not renewed at the Today Show, which is she comes from 30 years of very hard investigative journalism, right? And now she has a talk show. I just feel like that that I was I've been waiting for this this transcends transcension to happen from investigative to being an appropriate talk show host and I don't know that she's quite there yet and if you look at her at her IMBD I mean her IMDB rating of the show as a whole it's a 4.9 out of 10 and I think that means that there's some room for improvement for her to not make her guests always feel like that if you know they have a different point of view of her she's going to scold them if they if they don't say or respond to her the way that she wants to then she puts them in a hotter seat i think there's some room for growth here but all all, all in all i do enjoy her show um out of the selection that are there in the morning i think a lot of reality stars that get this new fame or they just get fame because they married someone that did all the hard work as in the case of a larsa because we don't really know a career for her larsa outside of who she was married to and who she's sleeping with now right so with that being said, um, I think a lot of people, like they get this like fast thing. They expect people to just kiss their ass and just say positive things to them. Um, I don't think. Uh, and then on the other hand, with Tamron Hall, Tamron did come from the, the world of news. and She was a very respected, real journalist. And when she was doing a show that way, nobody liked it. Nobody liked her talk show when it was like that. The ratings were down and people said she was boring and dry. And then there was a report that came out that said, remember that they was talking about allegedly that, that there was someone either her or one of the producers didn't want black guests, right? That's when the show was struggling. So guess what she did? She pivoted, she changed, and now she's trending. She's getting these viral moments. The show has changed. And I think the guests maybe not are as aware about that as they should be because it's not the same Tamron Hall show that it was. Before you get a softball interview where whatever, you can promote yourself. But now she's going to hold your feet to the fire. And that's what journalists are supposed to do. And I'm sorry, I also think reality stars think you can do whatever you want, but no one's supposed to criticize you. And that is insane to me. You want to have it both ways. You want to sleep with people's husbands and cheat, have affairs, lie, do all kinds of nonsense. But then when someone dares to call you out, they're attacking me. I feel attacked. No, no one's kissing your ass right now. And you're being held accountable. My opinion. All right, y'all. Coming up next, find out what which rapper is close to beating Nick Cannon in the kids department. And later, a Chicago man robbed a convenience store 11 times. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to TGF. We have an interesting comment I just wanted to read from Kivo in the chat. They said, uh, where was that energy for Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer? Which I will say, ask way more hard-hitting questions than put your ass way on blast. Like, I implore you to please look up Barbara Walters interviewing Donald Trump. She was coming for that throat, that neck, that head, everything in that ass. And, and remember how Diane Sawyer leaned in on Whitney with that drug stuff. When Whitney yep. tried to evade looking skinny, she's like, yeah, there's slim, but then there's like a problem, Slim. And you, you look like there's a problem, you know? Oprah, These too. Mm-hmm. that's what journalism used to be. It was trying to get to the, 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 the actual fact, not coming in, give a softball, just get on there and just say, Oh, and, and evade questions. Remember how Oprah uh, went in on Monique's family, like really yes. leaned in and was trying to find out if the brother molested her and the mama was in on it. So yeah, I mean, come on. All right. If you think Tamron Hall is, is hard on people, please go look up some of those old interviews of the three of them. <laughs> All right, y'all. It looks like Nick Cannon may have some competition in the baby department. It's been reported that rapper NBA Youngboy recently welcomed his 11th child at the age of 23. And just to note, the father of 11 is currently on house arrest. What do you think about this story, Al? What do you think? 11 kids? That boy is busy. You know, there are other people in the industry that have just as many kids, right? Nick Cannon, um, Eddie Murphy, Future, uh, old dirty bastard, but he's not alive anymore. He had 13 kids. Young Jock had his eight. I think the issue, the, the fascinating about this thing about this particular guy is 
He started at 17. He's only 23. He has 11 kids with eight plus different baby mamas. Like, where did he have time to make music? <laughs> I'm like, like what's he? going on? And then on top of that, I got to be honest with you, Claudia. And, and why are these women still having babies with him? I think I have to blame it on the women. Some, the women got to take some responsibility here because when you're like number eight, number nine, and number 10, number 11, and your man has nine other kids, what are you doing making a baby with him? Like, what's going on? Mm, I don't know. Couldn't be me. Q, Q, what do you think about this? And can is NBA Youngboy putting out a lot of music now? I'm just not familiar with his music. I'm for I'm I'll be 40 in August. I don't I don't even know what he sings. I don't even know what NBA means in the front of young boy. Don't even care to know. I'll say this. Um I'm deeply disturbed, y'all. I'm just deeply disturbed with the state of young urban culture because there's just Nobody standing around this young man or these young women and saying, this is not right. This is wrong. Instead, it's being glorified and it's being platformed all over the place. And, and, and it's weird because, Al, you were saying you have to put it on the young ladies at this point. And, you know, it used to be a time when the young ladies were going for marriage and going out for child support. But we live in a world now where, honestly, they don't even need any of those two because just being the, his baby mama is enough to springboard them into Instagram fandom. Right, and yes. before you know it, they're getting reality TV shows. They got 3 million followers. They're getting the endorsement deals. They're getting the club appearances. So it literally is just being in proximity of his sperm is simply enough compensation wise for these people. And it's just, it's a dangerous cycle that we're in because like Claudia likes to mention, we are on a race to the bottom when it comes to some of this behavior. Don't you want to know their ages? Don't you want to know how old the women are? Mm, no, I mean, I, don't, I can't even name a song. It's really non germane yeah. to me. <laughs> you know what's sad? I think a lot of people have given up on, well, I don't think, I know. It, it seems like a lot of people have given up on love and the, the, the you know, the family dream, the, the picket fence and the marriage and the 1.2, 2.1 kids, because they're just like, anyone that is thinking they're going to have that down the line, they're not going to like, mess that up with having all these kids all over the place. And I just, and as for the girls, you know, they're just maybe for a check, maybe because it's exciting, maybe because it's sexy, but no one's like holding out for the whole situation to be right. It just seems like everyone's just kind of like, well, I'm just take what I get. Cause like the dream is just so out of touch. It's just so out of reach. I'm not going to get that. So fuck it. At least I'll be a baby mom or somebody rich or a... it's so sad to me. Maybe hey, I'm I beg to differ. I don't think their attitude is that the dream is out of reach. I think they think the dream is boring and it don't pay. Well, that's you. Mm, that's you know, I think that's what it is. I mean, when you look at these, when you look at the guys and the girls now, for whatever reason, all of these girls want to be Ari, Ari Fletcher, Jada Waiter. They want to be Keisha Kayor. They want to be, you know, hell, they want to be Bambi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, not, maybe not Bambi, but they want to be those girls. They do. And, and, I think, and, and I'm going to show a little grace. If I was 19 and I was 20, I probably would have been. No, nah, my head was nah, on my head on, a little man. stronger than that. Nah, we're but. Not gonna, we're gonna, I think gonna that's mostly, the, I think that's right about the young girls. I, I I could agree with you, but the the older girls, the, the 35, the 40 year olds, I, a lot of those women that I'm friends with, and I'm part of that group, actually, you start feeling um, discouraged, like, you know what, F it. If I'm not going to get the guy that wants to do the marriage thing and the whole thing, but I'll just see what I can get out of them. You wouldn't mind being number 11. No, not me. I would never do that. Uh, I've, I've been approached by someone who had a lot of kids and I wouldn't be. The that just seems like it's an incubator for fatherless homes. Who, and, who, what, why? They don't care when the check's involved. And, and, and I'm not trying to be shady and I'm, not, and I'm not trying to down anybody. But there is a certain person of socioeconomic status that would do that. A Claudia Jordan, somebody who earns at the level Claudia Jordan earns at, wouldn't do that because you can buy your own bag, your own weave, whatever. But when you've got somebody who, you know, th their prospects are working in a call center or being an assistant manager at a rental car place, you know, hell, being a baby mama and getting $5,000 a month for nothing sounds pretty good to me.
I guess the three of us, we can say we're a little privileged where we've been a lot of touch with that because when you go into middle America, real America, right outside of the glossy cities of Los Angeles and a, and a New York or in Miami or Atlanta and some parts of Dallas, you know, your reality is, is, is different than what we have. No one's like dropping $4,500 to rent a boat. They're trying to pay their $1,500 rent. They're trying to make ends meet. And this is not downing them, but this is what most of America is struggling to get by. Most people don't make enough money to pay their rent by themselves. If you have a regular job, you know, it's just, it's, it's unaffordable. It's becoming unaffordable to live. So I get if you're in that situation, Q, like you're saying, where your prospects are not big and this guy comes along and $5,000 a month, a lot of people will never see $10,000 in their hand. Never. Yeah. And, and, and that's reality. You know, Alan, what do you think about that? It makes me sad. It is. It really makes me sad that we we value hooking up with a with an entertainer for a brighter life. So that's what you're basically counting yeah. on. Or if not a, a, a brighter life, a better life. And you're going to get thirty five hundred dollars. You got to chase it for 18 years. You hope he knows or has a relationship with your child. But that child and you are stuck together yeah. until <laughs> 18. And but you see, know, never, go ahead. I was just saying, I don't want to belabor the point, but it's money and an identity. In Atlanta, I met a young lady one day at the bar and she introduced herself. She didn't give me her name. She said, my name is blank, blank. I'm so-and-so baby mama. He was a Falcons player. And she was so proud to say she was so-and-so baby mama. And she was one of the ones that he wasn't even paying attention to, didn't even want her to have a kiss, but that gave her something. Yeah, She mm. felt like she was somebody because she was able to say she was XYZ's baby mama. I don't get it with the women that are making decent money, but the, I get it with the women that have no, not, no real options, you know, mm. that are really below the poverty line. I get it. All right, y'all, a Russian woman has caught, uh, was caught posing as a mother and disguising her cat as an infant to smuggle drugs, the police noticed the cat wearing a baby cap, a onesie, boots, and a diaper before discovering small packages containing 170 grams of methamphetamines. <laughs> we were just talking about drugging cats and dogs the other day. <laughs> Q drugging dogs so we can have sex. Me drugging mm -hmm. cats so I can travel. But, you know, similar. Q, I'm going to go to you first. What are your thoughts on this craziness? Like, she really had the pet. As a baby, well, here's the thing. She smuggled the drugs in the wrong cat. She was supposed to leave the kitty cat home and put it in her cootie cat. All right. And how do I know this? I got a friend recently, one of my friends uh, down to the bar with a Honda cars be, she went to Puerto Rico. And when she got over to Puerto Rico, she FaceTimed us and she had her little pharmaceuticals, whatever it is that she indulged in. And I was like, girl, how did you get that to Puerto Rico? And she said, she put it in a Ziploc bag. Then she put it in a condom and put the condom up her cootie cat. Now, listen, I'm not trying to tell y'all how to smuggle drugs, but if you're going to do it, do it right. All right. And, and not with the felines. I feel bad for the cat because now the cat got to go to Cat Protective Services. <laughs> and they look like it was a nice cat, a nice old well-behaved cat. And hopefully they don't put the cat down. But ladies... Wrong cat. She had the right idea, <laughs> wrong execution. <laughs> and it looks like she drugged the cat. To, for a cat to sit in baby clothes and to right. be, like, that cat's probably drugged. Al, what do you think about this story? Listen, it's funny that Q had that perspective. I, I had a different perspective. Listen, Brittany Griner was sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison for carrying 0 0.70 grams of hash oil. Now, this particular woman has 170 grams of what, Claudia? Methamphetamine. Methamphetamine, which is as illegal as hash oil. I'm going to follow this story because I need the same energy that those Russian people had for Brittany to have with this woman. And in fact, if Brittany got 10 years for 0.7 grams, then this woman should be in prison for life. Agreed. But yeah. it's, anyway, it, and we will probably see a huge difference in the punishment. Yeah, right. Pretty much guarantee that. All right. Uh, Dr. Phil is pushing back on reparations and calling it an absolute disaster after Duke University's William Darity called a for a 14, I'm sorry, 14 trillion dollar reparations program for black Americans. Do you think Dr. Phil should just shut it up, Al? Absolutely. 
when we gave reparations or when when the Jewish Holocaust victims got reparations to the tune of eighty nine billion dollars, why do you have this same energy when the Japanese people were put in that camp? What was that doing? World War two two. The Japanese Americans were put in that camp and they all got their financial reward. What was it like twenty, thirty thousand dollars? Where was your energy then? Now that it's time for us black people who built this country. Now you all of a sudden going to have penguin arms and going to talk about how irresponsible that we could possibly be when it comes to reparations for our community. Get out of here. Get out of here. He needs. I'm so glad his show's going off television because he's he's going to the bottom faster than he ever rose to the top. Spe speaking of um, irresponsible, Dr. Phil, you've made lots of money off the pain of lots of black people on your show. I actually was on your show one time a long time ago. Y'all can look that up. Um, but, you know, he uh, the audacity of these people that broker black pain a lot of times. And now you don't want us to get our just due. I don't understand why some of these extremely wealthy people put their nose into this topic. Like, does it give you a hard on to like you get off on this? You could just you could just shut the fuck up, Dr. Phil. That was actually an option that was on the table for you. Hugh, what you think about this and what his opinion of reparations? You know, I don't even like this conversation. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be very honest with you, and and I know a, a lot a, a, a lot of black people are going to get upset with me. So, do I think that we deserve reparations? I 100% do. Do I think we'll ever get them in our lifetime? I absolutely do not. I honestly think it's a very futile conversation. I think it is a waste of time. I think it is a conversation that blindly gets people's hopes up high. If we can't even get simple laws passed, if we can't even get the police to stop doing things that are free, do y'all honestly think the government is going to find time to earmark money to give specifically to black people? In addition, with as racist as the Congress and the Senate and all these things are, what planet do y'all live on that y'all think this shit will ever pass? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and again, deserving is one thing. Practicality is another. Let's be clear. Yes, we deserve it. We built this country. We deserve it. We deserve it. We deserve it. But I stand ten toes down in the fact that we'll never get it. Well, Q, hold on now. Let's not throw the let's not throw the baby out with the water. Is that the saying? Listen, the reparation conversation didn't just start the last five years. It's a conversation that's been going on for three decades. And the check the has fact, never been issued. Wait, no, 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 wait. But the fact that we are finally finding our voice in it and it's being covered and talked about and in certain municipalities and cities and states are actually delivering checks. We can't give up yet, Q. We just can't give up yet. We deserve it. We deserve it. We earn it. Our the, the trauma that we have been through is no less than the Holocaust or the Japanese individuals. We deserve it. And we're going to continue to have the conversation until America does what's right by us. Oh, we 1000 percent. You guys are saying the same thing about as far as us deserving it, for sure. And I do think if America racist ass America does give reparations to black people, we will see a race war like no other. Can you imagine these racists? How angry they'll be at us, which uh, I, th they are mad at us when we they are mad at us for holding a cell phone. They mad at us for every little thing. They mad at us for, for, for voting. Now, there are uh, some progressive states. California, uh, Governor Newsom was out there really being progressive and really pushing for that. And there's also a political candidate for the presidency, a woman, uh, Marianne Williamson, Marianne. I forgot her, last, uh, her name, but white woman, Democrat. She's really been speaking on reparations in a very, very um, a, a strong way. But I do think we're a long ways away from it nationally, for sure. But we may get pockets of it here and there, I think. Mm -hmm. um, all right, all, coming up next, a Chicago man robs a local store seven, uh, 11 times. And later, Kylie Jenner is denying cosmetic surgery. She said she just had one thing done. That's it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIFRHL. We got something good for you that I think will help your life. Now, there's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. Well, instead of listening to you intently and asking you how you feel and helping you along, the doctor's checking the clock. 
On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed and take your insurance. They're available when you need them, and they treat almost every condition under the sun. And when you're not feeling your best and just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash T and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top rated doctor today. Now, many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash T. ZocDoc.com slash T. Promotional consideration furnished by ZocDoc. All right, let's get back to some of these topics. A Chicago man has been arrested for robbing the same convenience store 11 times within the last five months. Dante Elbert is now facing nine felony counts of retail theft for merchandise worth less than $300. Three felony counts of merchandise with the value of more than $300 and one misdemeanor count of criminal trespassing. Funky, take it away. How many times within three months? 11. Well, let me tell you something. As quickly as his hair grow back, I'm, and they said it was under $300, he was in there stealing hair dye. That's right. what it was. See, that's what it was. He was stealing razors and, and hair dye. That's why he was doing it so frequently. That man is innocent, okay? Because here's why. He look on the Instagram. We just talked about this earlier. And everybody want to be beautiful. Everybody want to go out for Fashion Nova model and get them an endorsement deal. And that man could not afford no had that, but he said, you know what, retailer, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to give me some razors or I'm going to give me some Beijing to fill in right here. I say we let that man go. See, y'all always want to attack people for doing the crime, but you don't want to attack the root cause. The root cause is poverty. Okay. If we attack poverty at the root, we'd have never had to worry about this man going in there trying to steal what it is he was stealing. Vote Quentin Latham, city commission. <laughs> attack poverty. <laughs> What you think about this? Look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He clearly knows that the store that he was stealing from had a no chase policy. I'm not advocating shoplifting, but there are a number of stores that have a no chase policy, which means that if you are shoplifting, the employees are not supposed to chase you. Target is one of those companies that has a no chase policy, CVS. Abercrombie & Fitch has a no chase policy. American Eagle, Walgreens, and even the big names like Nike have a no chase policy. So, hey, if you can get it and don't have to pay for it. Let me tell you something. I work at Target. Y'all take y'all ass and them people store and think y'all gonna walk out there with they shit if y'all want to. Okay, listen. <laughs> they pay loss prevention people less than they pay teachers aides and substitute teachers. Them people, they, them people take their job serious. Okay, I don't care what they, the, the law say. They gonna chase your ass. I want to know how Al knows all those places that have a no chase policy. He <laughs> have a nice club. He staffed them either that or he's a nighttime booster. <laughs> Ah, you be boosting. I, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I, I knew it. <laughs> All the expensive looking suits. You okay. know what I do do for real though. I, I'm not on boost, but I definitely do the real, real. So, Al, know. what's something? What's what's something you stole before? Al, I'll tell the truth. Stole out the stove. No, and then listen. I I don't. I was always afraid of going to jail. So I, I just feel like me in jail not gonna work out. I don't know how to plait hair. I don't know how to cook. <laughs> I don't know how to wash clothes. <laughs> like, uh, I better stay out of that. No, I I don't think I stole. Oh no, that's a lie. You know what I used to steal? <laughs> I used to steal magazines. Cause I would be looking at the magazines when I was in a grocery store or whatever. And then when I checked out, the magazine never made it on the belt. I have done that a couple of times. Claudia, have you stolen out the store? When I was younger, I stole gum. I felt so guilty. Then I did steal like a couple of pieces of clothing from what was the store? Was it like it was a wax store too, like a JC Penny? Something. Yeah, I, I never caught the stealing bug. I told y'all that story. I stole that one pair of Jabot jeans and the buzzer went off. <laughs> never again. Right. And then as a kid, I stole like bubble gum and penny candy out the right. store. It's more for the thrill, because we probably didn't really need it like that. Man. 
All right, y'all, coming up next, Kylie Jenner is defending her alleged natural looks and later a bill that will prevent transgender women from competing in female sports. Keep it locked. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. Kylie Jenner is letting y'all know that it's a big misconception that she's had so much surgery on her face. Now, during an interview with Homie, uh, Homegirls, Kylie said, I had my one lip insecurity thing, so I got lip filler, and it was the best thing I've ever done. I don't regret it, but I always thought I was cute. What are your thoughts, Al? I don't care. You know I what? Say, say, I, 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 I don't know. Am I the only one? I mean, these are very fortunate women. You know, they've made themselves beautiful. They have a great family. They're super wealthy. I, I'm just ready for a whole new group of people to have this fortune. I'm tired of talking about the Kardashians, to be honest with you. And that's not disrespectful to them. I'm just ready for someone else to have this type of popularity, this type of commerce, this type of brand, and this type of image in, in media. I just, I'm looking, for, I'm it's time for someone new. Okay. Keep what you think. I'm just laughing because that whole line and all three of us know she lying because all three of us sitting up here with a face pump full of plastic. All three of us. <laughs> all right. All, all three of us sitting up here with a face full of fixer flat and it has not changed. Uh, <laughs> show y'all. So all three of us sitting up here with a face full of plastic and it has not changed our appearance. So girl, you lying. You, you, you did a whole metamorphosis. You went from like corny girl next door like could have been an extra on punky brewster to like you know this you know ethnic sort of ambiguous looking whatever that don't get me wrong mama look good mama yeah. look damn good i can't take that from her but you not y'all love to sit up here and try to play this whole natural car and not just the kardashians because I have to get into some of the reality TV girls. Y'all like to do it too, especially the ones talking about I didn't get no BBL or whatever the case may be. And your legs look like mine and your ass look like ass. Al. <laughs> okay, Claudia threw you in, Al. I was oh, looking for see, somebody. He got ass. He got ass. He got well, ass. Claudia, it, it, did Claudia the, say your legs look like two golf clubs? And they, and they do. And they do. And that's fine. I'm skinny base. I'm, I'm skinny. I'm skinny base. Oh, shoot. I'm skinny. That's cool. That's all right. That's what, but that's Wait, all right. I forgot. She said two left hand golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> when I walk up and down Biscayne Boulevard, honey, they let they windows down. They say, hey, Slim Goody. Let me tell you something. That's as long as the men keep hollering. I don't care what these legs look like. Okay? They, 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 they ain't stopping nothing. Oh, God. Um, with, with, uh, part of me doesn't care either because I, listen, she was the one that everyone said was the ugly one, right? They all said that. Let's not her. They used to say her and Chloe were ugly. So when they do something about it, then we have criticism. I think she. I think it was the best decision she's ever made. Yeah, she looked good. She, she looks. I mean, she looks like her and her and Kim are like neck and neck to me as far as yeah. But you know what? She doesn't. The only issue here is she does not look twenty five. No, she looks a lot older. She looks like a. She looks like a full blown, grown, beautiful woman. Like I. I just wish that you know. A little bit of the innocence could have been left. She could have actually been an advocate for. Lying. I wish they stopped lying. She she actually could have been an advocate, and I get you don't want to say like okay because you know people are gonna come to you, but she could have been an advocate for actually plastic surgery done right. Yeah, yeah. They did a fan. Oh, I think they did a fantastic job. Her body looks good. It doesn't look like warped. It doesn't look. Um, she doesn't look deformed. They she try to act like they're so confident. But in all actuality, I see through all of it because a confident person would have no problem saying this is what I had done. But you want to sit up here. I'm natural. No, bitch, you not. You look like a, a, a damn grocery bag before you had them procedures done. You and Chloe both. <laughs> I, I just had this one thing to bitch, please. And I'm, the, I, and I'm Britney Spears. Look at the chair. Yeah, her, her, her. It looks like an eye lift because he has a deeper eyelids, the forehead, everything. She looks yeah. good though, Kylie. You look, you have some of the best plastic surgery on in pictures because I haven't seen you in person that I've ever seen. Your body, your face, you did it right. 
I think it'd be more empowering if she said, listen, I was insecure about my looks. I did something about it. I had the resources and this is, and, and maybe help young girls do it safely and guide them that way. Cause she did a, I think I, I like I said, she looks amazing now. But that's because Claudia deep down inside, they still feel ugly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you cheated to get it. You cheated to get it. And I think deep down inside, they still feel ugly. I I I definitely believe Chloe struggles with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I and think they, also, like, don't they have like what 10 million followers? I just think it's a lot of scrutiny. And like you, can't tell me, you can't tell me that that stuff doesn't get underneath their skin. People talking yeah. about them. Absolutely. All right, y'all. More details are starting to surface about the 84-year-old man who shot a black teenager for approaching his home. During an interview with CNN's Don Lemon, Andrew Lester's grandson revealed that he believes his grandfather holds racist tendencies and beliefs and that he's always bought into conspiracies and weird, random, racist things. All right, so what are your thoughts on Andrew's grandson speaking against him? Q, let's go to you first. You know what? I, I, I commend this young man because it takes a lot of courage to do this. And I I am one of those people. I, I, I get into these heated political discussions a, a lot of times with, with various races of people. And one thing I can respect is you know, I, you can say you're not racist, but don't look me in my face and pretend like it doesn't happen and that you are not privy to rooms where it happened and, and members of your family are racist and you've heard racist things. It takes a lot to stand up against one of your family members, because I'm sure there are other family members who probably have ostracized him for doing so. But it is the right thing to do. People, we can't deny what's going on in this country. And the last thing really quickly that I love that he pointed out. And I don't know how this is going to fare with us being on this network, but he pointed out the fact that Fox News plays on his television 24 hours for the last five years and that his grandfather has bought into a lot of that crap that comes on over there. And it's not just his grandfather. It's all of those, as he pointed out, old white Christian males, that demographic of people, that Fox News conspiracy stuff is hitting them very hard. Mm, that's all they watch. That's why they have the top ratings. They, it's all they, they have very loyal fan base. Um, Al, what do you think about this? And yeah, that was very courageous for him to speak up against yeah, him. I mean, did, I just, I just felt like that was really cool, but think about it. He, if he's 84, he was born in the thirties, right? That means in his formative years, he still participated in the Jim Crow laws. Mm -hmm. He still participated in segregation and, and the civil rights movement. Most white men born during these times you know, dealt with a great deal of discrimination. They they were the servers of the discrimination. And that white supremacy, it's embedded in their psyche. And I don't care what you say, it's embedded in, the, in their superiority and thinking that their race is better than ours. And for that grandson to share with us about the backstory of who that, that man is, I thought it was huge. I thought it was huge and I'm glad he did it. So congratulations to the grandson. This it's going to be the new younger generation that's going to probably try to, that will save us. You know, these young kids are really, they're not with that discrimination. They're with, they have friends of all different colors, sexual orientations, and they're not here for this nonsense. And y'all right. Born in the thirties. They are pissed as hell. They saw, they were born in a time where we couldn't vote. Then they saw the N words getting voting rights. And now they got to, they saw the presidency. They saw so many things happen that changed from their childhood and they probably hate it. And let's not forget, Claudia, the white boy was wearing braids, honey. Okay, so you got a black girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let me tell he you might what, be mixed right there. A little let me bit. tell you what was so good about this. The other side that was so good about this is that it explained exactly why that grandfather shot the gun without asking any questions, without opening the door fully and shot him not only once, but twice. It all adds up. It all adds up. Well, thank God for 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 young people like the grandson, white people like that, that are that, that are showing their allyship, you know. All right, y'all coming up next, find out what bill will prevent transgender women from playing female sports. Keep it locked. Welcome back to more TGIF. Those of you in the chat, please hit that like button for your, your favorite show on Friday nights here. All right. Uh, the House Rep Republicans passed a bill that will ban transgender women from competing on girls or women's sports teams at federally supported schools 
in colleges. Let's go to you first, Al. Uh, are you guys in support of this bill? What are your thoughts? I know it's complex. Well, we know that the Biden administration doesn't agree with it, right? <clears throat> Um, and the interesting part here is, as I did my research, did y'all know that this law has been in place for 46 years? Um, back in 1977, um, the New York Supreme Court ruled in favor of Renee Richards, who was a transgender female, to play in the U.S. Open. And so this law has been around a long time. So I, I, I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure it out, Claudia. Okay. Q, what do you think about this? Um, what I am not here for is the blatant attacks from our government on trans and LGBTQIA plus stuff, right? And, and we can clearly see that they have agenda, them, DeSantis, everybody. I'm not there for that. However, when it comes to this sports thing, we've yet to figure it out. And I say this all the time on the show, sometimes in this life, you can't have everything. There are just some things you can't have and until we figure out this trans women's in sports thing with female women, I am in favor of uh, keeping it separate until we can definitively figure this thing out. How do you how do you reverse? I'm, I'm just asking both of you. How, how do you reverse precedence from a Supreme Court? Well, they then with abortion. They're trying to do with a whole bunch of other things. Okay. They they almost came for same for for interracial marriage, you know. The way this country's going, they are not giving a damn about precedents and laws that have been in place for 50, 60, 70 years. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I, I, with this reckless right wing Supreme Court, anything goes. But I, I actually do agree with Q on this one, um, and that's not to not be in support of the trans community. It's also to also be in support of of the young natural born girls. It's not figured out yet, and it's still not. And I don't think it's all the way fair yet. There are certain cases where it is, and you know, with the hormone levels, and there's certain cases where it's not. I just saw an MMA player fighter, a woman, get knocked the hell out by a trans woman who was clearly so physically more superior, and and it, it was so sad to see. Oh God, the time the time was up. All right, y'all. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Danny for being here and of course being awesome. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Black Waterhouse movies. Catch it on our YouTube channel and website. We'll see y'all next week. But we got about 20 seconds left. What y'all doing for the weekend? Anything? I'm trying not to do no gentleman caller and not to have a lot of alcohol. That's what I'm trying. Pray for me. Oh, that's not gonna work out, Al. At all. I'm going to see the Harlem Wizards in LA. Okay. okay. And me and my girls are going to the casino tomorrow for a casino day. Right, you better win some. Come back, come back a winner. Chicken dinner. All right, right. Hot soulmates. Have a good night.